On this episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast, Brian shares two really, really serious pet peeves with us. And we talk about the broken buying system and give you some advice on how to help fix the broken selling system. Welcome to the Advanced Selling Podcast, the longest running sales training podcast created exclusively for sales professionals to help you create your own sales success. My name is Brian Neal. I'm Bill Kasky. All you had to do was nod, Bill. Did you notice that? I came right. You gave me a cue. Did you notice you gave me the cue when did, I said Did I talking? nod? You did. Just a little okay, subtle sorry. nod. I'm like, no, that's good. That means we're in sync. I like that. It makes it's me code. happy. Makes me happy. All you got to do is look. I just get, yeah. Like, now go. Okay. Hey, uh, welcome, uh, fans and friends and odds and ends. I, I did that a couple episodes ago, didn't I? Odds and ends? Yeah, well, it's a Greece I've never thing. heard that before. It's from Greece. Now you fans and friends and odds and ends. Now if you got guys. Oh, Greece. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You did mention Vince you Fontaine. called out Greece. I got to stop doing that. Yeah. Hey, we're on the road. If you haven't. Uh, emailed us and said, come see us. You need to do that. We're going to sales meetings. We're going to trade shows. We're going to association meetings. We're going all over the country. Send us an email, listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. Put in the subject line, come see us, and we will come see you. Just uh, shoot us an email there, and we'll tell you how to bring the podcast live. It's really fun. We really, mm-hmm. really like that. As we it said. is fun. Um, I have a couple pet peeves. Can I vent? A little bit. Oh, I love it when you vent. And I don't have a lot of. I remember the last time you vented, we got in trouble. But go ahead, keep going. You know what? I I can't stand it. I don't know what's going on. I hate when retail people shove receipts into my hand. Do you know what I'm talking about? So you're at the airport, or you're at the grocery store. They don't give you. They give you the change with the receipt. With the receipt, they don't give you an option to not take the receipt. The only thing I'm going to do with the receipt is throw it away. And so I'd much rather someone say, "Would you like your receipt?" which I love when they say that. I go, no, and they rip it off and throw it away underneath them. (laughs) Instead, they rip it off, then get my change, both coins and And, dollars, dollars, put it on the receipt. I hold my hand out, and they like jam it in there. Like, you're going to take this receipt, young man. And then I have to peel it out. Don't you think they've been trained to do that where the owner says, you must deliver a receipt? Because they get people who say, oh, you didn't. Does Fresh Market have an owner? I don't know. Well, I, 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 maybe there's some legal thing to it, but you know, have you I'm ever been so to Einstein's of, Bagels? I think it's yeah. a national chain, isn't yes, it? Yes, of course, yeah. And there's a sign there that says, "If you don't get a receipt, your meal is free." Yeah. And so I'm sure those people have been trained to give a receipt. They do that at the airport too. Yeah. Or can they can they at least give you a little common sense and give me Once the change in one hand and the receipt yeah. in the other, <laughs> exactly. knowing that I'm going to exactly. wad it up immediately? Now. I get some people need keep the receipts for business things. If that's the case, then just say I need my receipt or whatever. Anyway, that drives me nuts. And I hate pennies. I think we should discontinue the I penny. Do too. While we're at it, there's no if you look some kid did a cost analysis of the cost of the penny versus what it's worth and what it does. Really? And it actually costs us money to print yeah. pennies. Was that your only rant or did you have another one? It was the I pennies and the receipt okay. thing. Okay. Pen- yeah, oh, yeah, pennies. pennies. I want to get rid of second. pennies. Okay. Uh, although I do love how they smell. And I don't know why they smell the way they smell. But pennies have a penny smell, <laughs> they which we all know. On them they do. They leave the mint. You smell a penny. It, sm- doesn't it, does, smell, it like does. doesn't smell like a nickel. It smells like quarter. No, you, you hold it. It's kind of like fine wine, right? You get big bodied cab in my nose. I know what it is, right? Just like a little penny. That's it. I'm done ranting. So the guy that hands you the receipt, you want him to say, "Here, these pennies smell okay with you?" <laughs> yeah. These well, are I, new fresh I have a pet yeah. peeve that uh, since oh, you good. brought up pet peeves, yeah, it's the new and very common way to answer a question. And that is the answer is sure. <laughs> and I was telling my wife the other night, I said, uh, I asked her if she wanted to go to dinner. And, you know, we don't, we go to dinner quite a bit. But you know, I said, yeah. hey, let, let's uh, forget about cooking. You want to go to dinner? Sure. <laughs> well, there's got to be somewhere between no, I don't want to go. And yeah, that yes. sounds great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where, where do you want to yeah. go? Sure. sure is one of those. Oh, sure. I don't really want to go, no. but I'm kind of appeasing you. That's very, very true. Yeah. We sure. should look into that. Sure. 
Sure. And you can't, you know, if you're answering an email or a text, well, sure, you can't put, sure. I mean, sure. you can't right. put any life yeah, into it. So, yeah. but That's uh, really, really funny. Yeah. It's kind of like saying your, your spouse looks fine, right? <laughs> you look, yeah, you look you like this dress? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It doesn't work. As opposed to, you look fine. Oh, my gosh. My fine. All right. Speaking of find, good sponsors at stamps.com. You know that mail and shipping are a routine part of running your business. It keeps your operations going. But if you're making constant trips to the post office, that's a routine you can do without. Much more convenient way, it's called stamps.com. Brings you all of the services of the post office right to your desk. You can buy and print official U.S. postage using your own computer and printer. Print postage for any letter, any package, any class of mail. Just hand your mail to the carrier then, all is done. You'll never waste valuable time going to the post office again, so you can focus on what really matters, which is what, Brian? Growing your business. We use Stamps.com here at Advanced Selling Podcast right now. Sign up for Stamps.com. Use our promo code, Advanced Selling, for a special offer. You get a four-week trial of Stamps.com, also a $110 bonus offer, including postage and a scale. So don't wait. Go to Stamps.com. Before you do anything else, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage. Type in Advanced Selling. That's Stamps.com. Enter advanced selling. You know, people hear that ad a lot, and they kind of wonder, is that real? Like, should I really do that? And just, just go. You go to the website, type in advanced selling on, at the stamps.com website, and you'll see the little scale shows up. And yeah. You're, and you're gonna be, you're gonna be happy you did that. I'm telling you, you are. So. And you know, also, I think we should support stamps.com because they support podcasting. And they, they do. They do a lot of advertising and sponsorships on podcasting. We appreciate their support, and so uh, support the people who do that for us. And I would tell you, this is a nice little swag. So you ready for the segue? A segue. A segue. Uh-huh. I fell off of one of those in the wintertime. Yeah. That's another story. Well, you did fell off of one of those. Uh, it's a hoverboard. A hoverboard. It's no. called a schwegway, yeah, isn't it? Hoverboard. Schmegma. Anyway, uh, we're going to talk today Hopefully about. Not, but <laughs> we're going to talk today about broken systems, mm. and uh, I think stamps.com was created because they found a broken system. Oh yeah, right. There's a broken That's system that could go wait yeah. in the line, so you start something new. So I was having a conversation with a friend of mine who's an attorney, and we were talking about the accounting firm, law firm, service firm revenue model in the system, and how the whole system is sort of broken. It got me thinking. What about the sales process? Is the sales system broken? Mm-hmm. So we're going to explore on today's podcast a little bit about the broken system and what's broken on two in two facets. Number one, what is broken on the buyer side? So what what part of the buying process and buying system is broken? And then what about our side? What about the sales system or the sales process? What is broken about the sales system? And uh, Bill and I have each got uh, three observations under each, three or four of those, and then maybe... Um, if we get a chance to pepper in some kind of what to do about it, mm-hmm. I think it'd be some good uh, some good fodder for today's episode. Yeah, and this should be a positive too. There's opportunity yeah. in broken systems. Stamps.com yes. took yes. advantage in the, of a huge Uber. opportunity. Uber, Uber did, Taxis. and I think you can too. You listeners can take yes. advantage of this. So listen in on what we're going to talk about in terms of the buyer system and then the seller system, and put yourself in in the in your shoes and say where am i missing it because yeah. there is huge opportunity here for you i've I never think. heard anyone say put yourself in your shoes before <clears throat> well it very interesting as I, I was kind of playing I'm like okay a lot of put our yourself listeners in your shoes. go shoeless <laughs> shoeless joe jackson would be one as much as i admire your shoes i wouldn't want to be in your shoes <laughs> that's at this right. particular time that's a line from a movie roxanne greece yeah it's roxanne right. steve martin oh yeah yeah. Great movie. It's good. Great movie. Okay, buying system. All right, What's buying system. What's about the buying system? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you one that Please. I think, uh, and, and we might have some of the some duplicates here. That happens. I think that in most buying systems, the intention of the buyer is not to get the best solution. It's to buy right. Huh. It's, to, it's to reduce everything out of the equation to price. Yeah. 
Not always, but a lot of times I hear people say, well, you know, we went through the whole process, but we were 25% high and they just didn't have it in their budget. And I always feel like, well, if, if their system was not broken, they wouldn't be looking only at price. They'd be yes. looking at everything. And so yes. I think there's a, the, the background for this is that their whole focus is not on getting the ideal solution or, a, or the best solution. It's on paying the, the least amount of money. Would agree. Yeah. Have that one too. Did My you? number Did two you? says um, focus on feature, function, and price. Because yeah. the other thing that's not there to, to your point about let's buy the right solution isn't still just the thing, feature, function, price. It's also the company that represents the thing. Yeah. And that's yeah. what gets missed so much is the smart people that I collaborate with and partner with that represent the feature, function, the price of the thing that I'm buying. So when you listen to the podcast, you don't just get the podcast and the things we teach. You get Bill and me, right? Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Is that proper English? You no, get that's me, right. it's very Bill good. and me. Yeah, didn't yeah. sound right Objective at first, profile. but I checked it. I checked it out. Usually, really the quickly. tough ones don't, do they? <laughs> no, they don't. Okay, that's good. You so another... uh, we did talk about this in a previous episode. The idea that there is the product that y- that you deliver as a sales professional, as your company delivers, and then there's all the stuff on the outside of that yeah. product, which is your expertise, yeah. the training, the implementation, all those things. And to the extent you can reduce the emphasis on product and increase the emphasis on all things around the product, which is the entire solution, yeah. you will uh, not run into as many price no. competitive no, situations. You won't. Yeah. So you had that one. I had yeah, that one, yep. So you okay. want to go, you go? Yeah, I have another one. I'm almost yeah. sure you had this one because I Let's think see. I heard, I heard your you? mind racing. I don't know if we do a good job of teaching our buyers how to buy. Okay. I don't think we uh, do a, a, a good job of of uh, educating them on here's how you buy ah. something like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We allow them to use their right. system for buying Elmer's glue spray that I see there with yep. a system for buying accounting services. Yeah. And that is typically have some vendors in, talk about the issues, get a price, and then make a decision. That's right. And so when, if, we're, if we're not educating our buyers on how to buy what you sell – what we sell, then I think it is our fault. And so we can say Love the buyer system's broken, but again, that's part of our system being broken yeah, too. Yeah, that's really good. I did not have that one. But yeah, I thought no, you did. I have, I have two that are kind of related, so there's a difference, and I'll explain to you when I get to both of them out there. So uh, another one that I had why the buying system is broken is lack of accessibility. Lack of accessibility. And because of the way that we as sales professionals over 30 or 40 years have trained people to resist us because yeah. we've been so over-the-top, so, so feature benefity, so pushy, persuasive, all that jazz, um, which I do think the volume's getting turned down on that, but still it's mm-hmm. there. Um, what we haven't done is, is done a good job of saying meeting with you, salesperson, is really helpful and useful. We're not quite there yet, and therefore the accessibility to you it goes down, right? So you I mean don't mean accessible, you you're not, the buyer's not making other people accessible to no, the salesperson? No, the, the buyer isn't being accessible. The buyer's not oh, okay. being accessible. And it could be other people. Could be other people. Right. Could, okay. could be anything. Yeah. yeah, but it's basically saying, okay, you get to come in and meet with me for 20 minutes and that's yeah. it. Yeah. You can't talk to my staff. You can't do this. You, all these rules and regs they put on it. Where I would be, I think a much smarter buying system is like, let let me get as many people as I can yeah. in my company to interact with this sales pro and the and his, and his or her team because I can learn all sorts of stuff. That's be, right. You see that to be more that's accessible. Right. And I don't know that people say no to that. I just think it's more on the sales professional to pose the question and yeah. and have belief that it really does help the buyer. If I see five people at the buyer's place, yeah. it's going to be a better solution because I'm going to have perspective yes. from lots of different yeah. people. Yeah, uh, that's the, those are the only three I have. Well, I've got I, one I think, more. Okay, can I say yeah. one more? <clears throat> Absolutely. 
This one is uh, related to lack of accessibility, and that is lack of transparency. Lack of transparency. I don't know, again, why. It's mostly because of the game gamesmanship, the gaminess of sales in the past, negotiating and things like that, where people have taught that, oh, you, you got to win a negotiation. Right. That buyers, um, not only are they not accessible, but they're not transparent then. They're mm -hmm. not telling the whole story. Keep, keeping it to themselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Holding the car just in case because they don't want to get screwed over, taken advantage of or whatever. And I'm just much more of a fan of to say the, the more transparent, the more accessible we can be. See, for the buyer, what I think, because salespeople, even ours, I'll, we'll educate people, right? You'll mm -hmm. go in and talk to people. Mm -hmm. You'll give them lots of useful stuff before you ever turn the meter on or sign an, an agreement. And so if I'm a buyer, why wouldn't I take advantage of that? Why wouldn't I get as much knowledge from these smart salespeople um, about the industry I'm in as I possibly can, right? And I think uh, to get that, I've got to be more transparent myself. But don't, yeah, so don't you think that that's incumbent upon us as salespeople, though, to set the stage for that? Oh, sure. Because if we, sure. if we launch into pitches and pre presentations and convincing, then they have a good reason not to invite us in. Sure. You're missing my joke. I just said sure three times. You did. But it was a it was an encouraging it, it was an encouraging sure. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. sure. <laughs> yeah, I like that one better. Okay. So you want to move to the Let's selling do, system? Let's do that. Okay. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm having fun with this. I'll stop. Uh, I'm not even paying attention <laughs> yeah, to you. I can now. tell. Mm -hmm. I've tuned you That's out. That's why your wife always says sure to I've you. Taken, uh, <laughs> want to go to dinner, honey? Okay, good, fine. Get in the yeah, car. Sure. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, the buyer system, or the, I'm sorry, the selling system, I think we have a get the deal mentality versus a solve oh, the problem mentality. I don't have and that it kind of goes along with the buyer system of get the deal at a low price versus yeah. get the solution. So those yeah. are congruent. But uh, don't you think, don't you think we, Absolutely. we, and, and you can tell it when you coach, when I coach people, I can tell when it's a get the deal mentality because they will talk about, you know, what do we need to do to get this off the yes. street? What do we need to do? You know, I, I told them all the things that we could do better than the competition. And I feel like, so this was all about getting the deal for you. It. it wasn't about yes. the solution. No, that's really good. I think my uh, one here might be related to that where I said, everyone is a prospect. That's that's a that's part of the broken selling system. Yeah, is it very few people? And I put I, in, in parentheses lack of efficiency. Then, to your point, everyone I talk to that's going to say maybe or you know not or whatever they say is of the old fashioned buying signal. Everyone becomes a prospect. That's I'm right. not looking at anything. Going, you know what? Well, from what I'm hearing and seeing, you don't need me. That's or right. I'm out or whatever. The salespeople are so doing reluctant that to say so that. So reluctant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, part of that one too was the posture and positioning. How do you position yourself and what posture do you take in? Are mm -hmm. you needy? Are you desperate? Do you need a, a, a win yeah. to feel good about yourself? Do you need something in your funnel? And I think our mentality, and that's kind of that one, but it's a, the mentality tends to be broken. Yes. And so then we're positioned as a needy salesperson rather than an exquisite problem solver. That's really good. And when you go into that posture, you can expect resistance. You can expect yep. not to see the right people. Yep, that's really nice. Uh, here's one I had. I wrote down part of the broken selling system is choosing consensus over constructive conflict. Choosing consensus over constructive conflict. And this has to do with thinking that things are going smoothly and not having the gumption to press back on the buyer, right, for anything at all, whether it's sharing them something with my solution that's not quite right, but I don't want to bring it up because everything feels like yeah. it's going too good yeah. or, um, or too well, or uh, they uh, say something that I don't agree with, but I don't want to rock the boat, so I don't push back on it. I don't say, no, I don't agree with that. I just say, yeah, okay, yeah, I understand your point there, right? 
I think that's part of the broken selling system is that we, we we're too into consensus with our buyers and not enough into healthy, constructive conflict. So if I'm your buyer and I say, <clears throat> I say something like, Brian, you know, this is awesome. This really looks good. Uh, there's a couple of things here that I, I, uh, I'm not sure about, but overall everything looks good. Your point there is that that might, might be a, a yellow or red flag. You've got to probe. You've got to find out what, what's, what are those things that he's not comfortable with yes. and, and bring why. them up and yes. why. And maybe one of them is something that's bigger than just uh, maybe it's price or maybe it's uh, there, there's a feeling inside the company that you're not the right vendor. Could be all but sorts of things. If yeah. we if we ignore that and don't really dive into that, yeah. we set ourselves up. For yeah. Failure. Or if someone just says something that's counter to your philosophical nature. So, you know, if, if, uh, if we, you and I go into a company and the CEO says to you, well, uh, we, we pay a lot of money for these leads, so they better be closing every one of the leads. Yeah, yeah. And that's how, that's their posture. We've got to say, okay, I understand that mentality. I have a different one. And so let's, we can talk through it. If we, but if we can't get, if that's going to stay there, that's I'm right. not the right guy to come in to help you. That's right. Because that's just against who we are, right? Yeah. So instead we might go, so we, we too often get on the side of that and we go, yeah, yeah, yeah no problem. Yeah, screw yeah. yeah, we can do that. I can yeah. work around that. Sure, yeah. no problems. We're yeah, inside that's good. That's really good. Uh, here's one that I had, and I'm going to uh, do a quick shout out. We had a, a gentleman on here a couple episodes ago named Bud Susie, and he wrote a book called Winning the Complex Sale. And in his book, he and we didn't talk about this on the interview, but he discusses a lot, and we do a little bit of this in the podcast, talk about the value of an analysis, the value of yeah. assessment up yeah. front. And we talk about it in terms of diagnosis, but he uh, maintains, and I agree with him, that the further you get into analyzing their issue, the context in which that issue arises, the numbers, the patterns of behavior, if you're not analyzing all that, then the customer is not sure if you really understand the real problem. That's really good. And so I think we are very quick. Our systems, unfortunately, are very quick to present a solution yes, before yes, we yes. really not just understand the problem, but understand, like you said, the impact and who else do we need to talk to to understand yeah. fully how this, how what effect this has on really, your company. Really, really strong. Absolutely. So I think that's a that's broken really system. Good. If you're, and, and you can look at that and say, do I have a very rigid and rigorous assessment process in my sales system. Yes. And if I don't, you need to get one. Yep, absolutely. And I would recommend that you look at your own systems as Bill's talking about and say, what part of our sales system is broken and how can we work to fix it? I would also, you know, this is kind of crazy. I wonder if any of our sales people, listeners, listeners, the Advanced Selling Podcast would forward this to their buyers. Hmm. That takes some guts, doesn't hmm. it? Huh? Say, so, hey, th these guys have a different take on how to buy might be interesting. You know, if you got a good, healthy relationship with yeah, a customer. Yeah, why not? Why not, right? Because I'd just, i love to get a group of uh, you know buyers to listen to our podcast yeah. here. Maybe some of them do. I don't know. And I don't think we've ever said anything in the podcast. Well, maybe, maybe you have, but <laughs> I haven't said anything that would be off-putting for a buyer because no. this is not a trickery. It's not technique. Nope. It's all really understanding what the buyer's issue is. I've got a quick story to, yeah, to that end. I was doing a program here uh, last week. I was at a company and uh, they had a customer in the room. Ah. And so I did my piece. I did it like an hour on that, uh, on you know finding the pain and making sure that you keep the environment safe and all that. And of the 25 people there, there were probably 10 who were like taking notes and yes, that's perfect. And the other 15 were, you know, the customer's not going to take time to answer my questions. They're just not. I mean, they're busy and we only have 15, 20 minutes. And I got done with my piece and this, uh, this customer got up. And he looks at me back in the back of the room. He says, I don't know who you are, because we hadn't met. Yeah. He goes, I don't know who you are, 
but what you said is 100% right. Wow. And he says, when a, when a salesperson comes and calls on me, he had better be asking me questions about my practice, my business, my problems, uh. my frustrations, my goals, because if he doesn't, I'll know he has one thing in mind, and that's to sell me something. Wow, that's good. So Very good. Sometimes I think we need customers to say, no, 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 that's right. So your, your idea of having a buyer understand this system, I think, is important. <laughs> Smell that? Smells like, a, smells like a contract renewal. Smells Sounds like, like a, a contract, contract renewal for Bill. Did you stand up and say, well, Yeah, yeah, brother. <laughs> you said, No, you sit up and go, Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. Now, what you did was stand up and you say, I'm Bill Kasky from the Advanced Selling Podcast. <laughs> Duh. We have listeners. Yeah, there were some listeners. No, no I didn't. I was very, very. That's sure. a great story. I love it. Uh, okay, that does it for today's episode. If you've not downloaded a free copy of our Ultimate Pregame, go do that right now. People that uh, have done that will tell us it's a wonderful way to get your mind right before you get into a sales call. And again, we're on the road. Send us an email, listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. Get the conversation started for your sales meeting, national sales meeting, association meeting, keynote speech, pie eating contest. Any meeting. Anything. We'll come out there and come see you. And uh, LinkedIn group is super active. We're now well over 6,000 members there in the LinkedIn group, advancedsellingpodcast.com slash LinkedIn. That's it. We'll see you next time for the latest episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast.